Learn how to turn your fears and failures into faith-building opportunities today on Bold Steps with Mark Job. It's in the middle of our failure that we see the grace of God and the hope of God and the strength of God reaching out to us and rescuing us even in the midst of our fear. Welcome to Bold Steps with Mark Job. Mark is the senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago and president of Moody Bible Institute. Well, has fear sidelined you or stolen your joy? Maybe you've even been looking for a way to overcome your fears and grow in your faith. As we move forward in our series called Facing Your Fears, we'll be learning how to be a source of encouragement for those who are struggling with anxiety disorders. As we learned yesterday, God is the great fear disruptor, and He alone has the ability to make the impossible possible. And in today's message, we'll discover how to shift our focus from fear to faith. It's a message Mark Job calls Fighting Fear, and it starts right now. Not only is fear stirred by misinterpreting reality and faulty thinking, but number two, you need to understand that God is a Fear disruptor. The atmosphere of fear is always disrupted by the presence of Jesus and changed by the power of his word. I love what happens next. It tells us in verse 27, while the disciples were crying out in fear in the middle of the night, crying out in fear, like, (gasps) that Jesus says to them, while he's still walking on the water, he still says to them, But Jesus immediately said, take courage, don't be afraid. Take courage, don't be afraid. And Peter immediately recognized the voice of Jesus, this man that he'd walked with and been with. By the way, incidentally, can I just mention that God, the Son of God, and the power of God is not limited by our natural, physical laws of gravity. That the God that created the universe can walk on the water anytime he wants to. And just, just want you to know that, that God is not subject to the natural laws that we are subject to. He is the creator of the laws. He is over the laws. He is beyond the laws. And at any time God wants to, we call it a miracle. But in God's world, it's just bending the not natural laws of gravity. He can take a tumor cancer and make it disappear. Why? Because he's God. That's what he can do. God has the power and ability to do those things when he chooses to do those things. And I love this switch that happens here. And I want you to notice it. They're in an atmosphere of fear, overwhelmed by fear. And suddenly when Jesus steps in and when Jesus speaks, the atmosphere goes from the atmosphere of fear to the atmosphere of faith. Peter, who goes from, oh, no, goes to, oh, yeah, I want to do the supernatural as well. I love the fact that when Jesus steps into a situation and his presence steps in, that the power of God generates an atmosphere of faith in which the impossible now becomes possible. That's the way that God works. That's how God changes lives, by the way. I've been in situations where someone is desperate, where someone is on a dark road 
where they see no light at the end of the tunnel, where they cannot see their life ever changing. And Jesus and the presence of God in his supernatural way steps into their life through the power of his word and the power of his presence. And they hear the word of God and they go from being overwhelmed by fear to suddenly having the power of faith dispel the clouds of fear and show them that there's a future. And they change supernaturally by the power of God because faith has invaded fear. The presence of Jesus stepped in and then suddenly the atmosphere changes and Peter says, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come out to you on the water. I love his boldness. I love the fact that he asked something that is just unusual. There's no reason for him to walk on the water. He's just like, hey, that looks cool. Jesus, if it's you, I want to walk on the water too. I believe that God loves bold faith. I believe that God loves childlike. I mean, I look at Peter and I think that's that's what my teenage son would ask. Hey, can I do it too? But there's something about childlike faith. There's something about the simplicity of faith that says, Daddy, can I do it too? That I think endears the heart of God, that God looks at it and says, Your simple childlike faith, I love it and I honor it. You know, the Bible says that unless you become like a little child, you cannot see the kingdom of heaven. It doesn't mean foolish. It means sincere. It means genuine and authentic. Like a child would say, sure. Just the the, the simplicity of a child sometimes is the relationship that God wants us to have with our father. And Peter says, hey, can I go out there too? And the Bible tells us that Jesus, he doesn't say, Peter, come on, grow up. You're going to be the leader of the church. Come on, can't you just act a little bit more dignified? I love that Jesus said, And I could almost see a smile on Jesus' face. You want to come? Come. And the Bible says that Peter got down from the boat. And because of his faith had overcome his fear, he also starts to defy the natural laws of gravity. And as the wind and waves are pushing, Peter actually begins to walk upon the water The impossible becomes possible in the atmosphere of faith instead of the atmosphere of fear. I love it. Jesus is the disruptor. And I want you to notice that that there's a change of environment that happens when Jesus steps into the picture. I want you to, I believe that that we create an environment in where we live or where we walk depending on our spiritual and mental condition. Some of your households, if I were to walk into your household, I would feel a spirit of depression there. The blinds are down. It's dark. There's no life. It's dingy. Because your household reflects your spirit. You don't have energy. There's no brightness. There's no light. There's no hope. You've kind of let things go. Why? Because you've created an atmosphere at your house and people walk in and they say, hey, turn some lights on. 
I used to do a lot of home visits when I first started the church, and I visited every neighborhood, every place, anywhere that would, people would let me in. And I went to some pretty dark places. And I'll never forget that it seemed like oftentimes the people that were most dark and depressed and down and out, their houses reflected it. The, I, I walked into places and sometimes I could feel the darkness just there, the gloom, the depression, the sense of isolation. And when I would talk to the person, I could just feel that darkness, that loneliness, that depression all over them. And it was reflected in where they lived as well. I believe that your life begins to create an environment and the way that you, you, you can have an environment of fear or an environment of faith. And when there is joy in your life and when there is faith in your life, then you start to create an environment in your house that reflects it as well. When people walk in, they want to be there. They like it because they feel the energy of God. They feel the brightness that's there. They feel that there's joy in this place. There's music in this place because you are creating an environment based on whether you're filled with faith or fear or sadness, or whatever it may be, we create an environment in that place. I believe that Jesus stepped into that boat that was full of fear, and he created an environment of faith, which it went from nothing is possible to now everything is possible. Let me, let me just pause and say that's what I want to see at this church. My desire has always been that people would walk into the sanctuary and immediately feel the, the joy of God. And they would feel there's hope. There's life. This is a place where God can work. An atmosphere of faith. I walk into some sanctuaries and I feel like I got to be quiet. I got to be real still. If I can speak up, I'm going to get slapped. <laughs> and there's that, there's that sense of, okay, God, I'm not going to step out of line. Or if I do, you're going to get me. Have you ever walked into places like that? I don't want a place like that. Some people say, well, Pastor... Are we really supposed to clap and laugh in church? Absolutely. I believe the joy of the Lord is our strength. Are we supposed to talk to one another? Absolutely. I believe that the community of faith gives us strength. Are we supposed to have drums and electric guitars up? You know, whatever instrument. Brings out the joy of God. I want this to be a place that's full of the life of God. I want this to be an atmosphere of faith where people, no matter where they come from or how long they've been there, they walk into a place like this and they hear the testimonies, they hear the word, they hear the power of God, they're a part of the worship, and they say to themselves, listen, I never thought I could change. I never thought God would accept me. I never thought that would be possible for me. But as soon as I walked in this place, I felt like, yeah, I also can change. Yes, God does love me. Yes, I found a place where my sins can be forgiven and my life can be transformed. That's what we want to see in this place. And that's why I pray presence of God come. Show up Jesus when we meet in your name. 
Because where you are, Lord, there's the power to change people's lives. Creating an atmosphere of faith. You're listening to Bold Steps with Mark Job, And before we get to the final part of today's lesson, let me remind you the place to go for all of these daily messages. It's our website, boldstepsradio.org. You can listen through your podcast app and get every Bold Steps message downloaded automatically by subscribing to Bold Steps with Dr. Mark Job. And during this message break, I'd like to share a comment we received from a listener during the 2020 pandemic that I think goes hand in hand with Mark's lesson today about fighting fear. It's from a listener who writes, Moody has kept me focused on the positive and helped keep me from being overwhelmed by something that we have no control over. Faith over fear has been my mantra since the beginning. I love listening to Dr. Mark Job, and I'm amazed how much I've learned about my walk since I started listening to Moody. Well said. Faith over fear, that happens when we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, of course, and that also happens to be part of our mission here at Bold Steps, helping you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. So if you'd like to partner with us and spread that vision throughout your community and even places across the globe like Singapore, Nigeria, and Malawi, visit us online at boldstepsradio.org and click the link where it says, Become a Bold Partner. Now, let's return to today's message on Fighting Our Fears from Mark Job. Number three. So Peter is walking on the water. I love the fact that he's defying the natural laws of gravity, that all of the disciples are looking at him and saying, whoa, this is impossible, but the, the impossible is happening while he's looking at Jesus. And the Bible says that he's walking on the water, looking at Jesus But I also want you to understand that it's not just enough to start out that way. Because then we're introduced to the faith focus. So not only is fear fueled by faulty thinking and challenged by the presence of God in His Word, but we also need to understand the focus of faith. When your feelings of fear overcome your focus of faith, then you immediately begin to sink. Verse 30 says... But when he saw the wind, who saw the wind? Peter. He was walking on the water, just walking supernaturally on the water. He was walking on the water, and he was doing well when he was focused on Jesus. But something happened. He lost his focus. He was distracted by something that would cause fear in his life. And as soon as he got distracted by a fear-inducing element, then suddenly his focus ceased to be Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God, to, wow, that's a problem, and that problem can get me. And as soon as he lost his focus, he began to sink in the water immediately. Here's what I want you to know. Listen. When your feelings of fear overcome your certainty of faith, then you will set in motion a crisis of destiny. Some of you today are in a crisis of destiny, not because it's the will of God, but because you've allowed distraction to take you away from a focus on Jesus. And now, you are walking well, you were doing strong, you were overcoming, you were living in faith. God was strong, and you woke up one day and you said, what's happened to my faith? What's happened to my joy? You got distracted by a bad relationship. You got focused on 
a bad economy. You became sidelined by some conflict happening in your family that's absorbed your energy, your time, and 80% of your thinking goes to that. So you stop looking at Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. You stop looking at the one that gave you confidence. You stop believing that he had the power to do so. And now what you see is your problem. And the more you focused on the problem, the more doubt has set into your life and begun to take away the power of the supernatural to cause you to live in a way that you never thought you could live. You see, what we need to understand about focus, what is focus? Focus is that which maintains your attention for the longest period of time. That's focus. Faith must be fueled and sustained. It's not a one-time thing. The Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Many of us struggle because of what you're focused on and what you're thinking most about. And if I were to really get into the life of what is your diet, your faith diet, your mental diet, your spiritual diet, some of us, our diet is much more focused on our problems and what can go wrong and our difficulty than it is on God. What is fueling your life is not God, and so therefore, you're losing the power of the supernatural in your life because you're not focused on the power of Jesus. You've become distracted. I'm speaking to someone here today. It's like a wife that's trying to talk to her husband and she engages him during the commercial, but then the football game goes on again. And then suddenly she says, are you hearing me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of hearing you, kind of hearing you. But you know, you, you just lost the focus. Why? Because he's not listening anymore. His focus has changed. And I believe that Jesus is talking to some people today about regaining your focus because I really believe that fear will magnify your problem and minimize your position before God if you allow it to. And there are some people here through the emotion of fear, it has sabotaged you. But I love what the Word of God tells us. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7 says, Cast all your cares on Him because He cares for you. Number four, and lastly, it's failure buster. Even our fear failures can turn around and become faith builders when we allow it to. See, what I love about this story is that Peter sank. Peter was full of fear, then he got full of faith, then he got full of fear again. Sound like your life? I'm doing well, I'm doing bad, I'm doing well again. What I love about Jesus and what I love about this story is that when Peter starts to sink, he calls out to Jesus in desperation. And Jesus doesn't say, well, you want my help now? You blew it before. Learn to swim. No, he doesn't tell him that. The Bible says that Jesus immediately reached down and pulled him up even though it was Peter's failure and lack of faith that made him sink. It tells us that 
And when they climbed into the boat, Jesus and Peter together, the wind died down. And then those who were in the boat worshiped him, Jesus, saying, truly, you are the son of God. I'm thinking even in Peter's failure, they saw the hand of God. You say, Pastor, I've really blown it. I was doing well. I was walking in faith and I lost my, I got distracted. I got out of focus and I've really made a mess of things. And I want to say that even as you reach out to God in the midst of your mess, it can still bring glory to God. People can see you in the middle of your mess, reaching out to the hand of God, reaching out to the power of Jesus. And sometimes it's in the middle of our mess that God's power is most manifest. That it's in the middle of our failure that we see the grace of God and the hope of God and the strength of God reaching out to us and rescuing us even in the midst of our failure. I don't know how much fear has gotten a grip on your life. But I believe there's some people here today that God wants to speak to. I believe there's some people here that you've lost your focus. And right now, your dominant emotion in your life is, has been fear. And God is saying, it's time to regain your focus. It's time to let faith drive you instead of fear drive you. You're listening to Bold Steps, the Bible teaching of Mark Job. Be sure to stay with us because Mark will be back to close out today's message with a word of prayer in just a moment. Well, Mark, you know, I'm still thinking about your message today. We're told that 40 million people in the U.S. have been diagnosed with some type of anxiety disorder. That's a lot of people. I know there might be someone listening right now who's struggling, even as they listen to us. So why don't you close with a word of prayer and encouragement today? Absolutely. And I think that I've given you some practical steps in this message. Examine your fears. Don't escalate your fears. Exchange your fears. And finally, eliminate your fears. You're going to need the power of God and the strength of the Holy Spirit to do so. So let me pray for you, especially if you are right now saying, I want to, Lord, give me strength. So, Father, I pause right now. And in Jesus' name, I pray for that person that is battling with anxiety worry, uh, that's battling uh, thoughts that keep uh, going back to the pond of fear. And I pray in Jesus' name, Lord, I I thank you that you've not given them a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. Mm -hmm. So I pray in Jesus' name that the word of God today, as it has been preached, would begin to open up a door of freedom and release from fear. I pray for the habits, God, that would sustain a faith-based thinking instead of a fear-based thinking. And I ask for men and women, even today, in the powerful name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 The Lord himself, by his spirit, is the antidote to our fear, isn't he? Yes, he is. All right. Thank you, Mark. You know, today's theme about facing fears is so relevant for every believer because the world is pushing back against God's truth at every turn, it seems. And And Mark, if we want to stand strong and really make an impact, we're going to have to be brave. 
Yeah, and that's the theme and the title of a book that we are offering as our Bold Step gift. It's a book by Alistair Begg, who's a preacher, pastor up in Ohio. Good friend, yeah. A good friend of Moody's, been on the radio program for a long time, just a phenomenal Bible teacher. And Alistair Begg has come out with a book called Brave by Faith. Hmm. Uh, this really, the heart of it is how to stand brave in a culture that's pagan, secular. You know, just a, a, a couple of the uh, chapters, I think you'll get an idea. Keep your confidence, obey God, speak out, see through the glitter, serve well, stand firm, take heart, God wins. <laughs> Some of you that need to be encouraged standing firm in this culture, you need to pick up this book. Yes. Request your copy of Brave by Faith by going online to boldstepsradio.org. It's yours with a donation of any amount. Or give us a call at 844-615-7363. That's 844-615-7363. Now, if you'd rather send a check in the mail with a gift, let me give you our mailing address. That's Bold Steps, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. I know it comes quickly. I'll give it again. 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. And then before we close out today's program, I want to invite you to join us this weekend over on our separate program we air each Saturday or Sunday, known simply as Bold Steps Weekend. If you can't listen here on the radio, be sure to find it online at boldstepsweekend.org or add it to your podcast list by searching your app for Bold Steps Weekend. That's our time today. We'll continue the series Facing Your Feelings next week when we talk about another explosive emotion, anger. That's coming up Monday on Bold Steps with Mark Joe. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.